The Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus and Insomnia. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you're living with lupus. Maybe you don't have lupus, but would like to understand what your loved ones that have it go through. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I hope you had a chance to listen to the last episode on lupus and the holidays. I feel it's important to try as best as possible to try and participate in holiday festivities. I'm looking at buying a Christmas tree this year, and of course, it won't be a real Christmas tree. It'll be a fake one because I don't think my allergies or my asthma would like to have a real tree in my house. I'm trying this year to be more festive and get into the holiday spirit. Today's episode topic is one I've thought about, but never thought about it having anything to do with lupus, insomnia. I don't think I have ever had a regular sleeping pattern or regular sleeping life. I can remember as a child, I would wake up in the middle of the night and lay awake with my mind racing. When I was in high school, I thought staying up and studying late was a good thing. Then in college, I had to ask myself, what was sleep? Then came working a full-time job, and I also taught piano lessons at home and would play gigs sometimes, and then I had to get my sleeping patterns under control. I'm a night person, and what that means is I like to stay up late and do things. The kind of things that I like to do are reading or just watching TV because I don't actually get to do that very often. One reason I like to stay up later is it's quiet, and it's just nice just to be able to relax a little bit without all the noise and bustle of all the cars going by and people talking and things like that. I can't stay up too late or else I will not be able to function the next day or each day that I need to. But what seems to happen is I feel like I'm trying to force myself to go to sleep. Have you ever laid down to go to sleep? You're really tired and then you can't fall asleep. Or when you finally go to sleep, it's about one or two hours before you're supposed to wake up. Even now, I've been having trouble finding a regular sleep pattern. I don't know if it's the time change or if it's the change in seasons and the fact that it's dark outside early, no, later in the day, and it's kind of daylight in the morning. I've had a few nights that didn't go to sleep until 1 o'clock in the morning, and then I just naturally woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and this is without an alarm clock. Then I start to crash around 11 a.m., and then I get some energy around 4 p.m. Well, I decided to find out if having lupus, at least right now in my life, could be affecting my sleep patterns. And guess what? It could. And if you're having trouble with insomnia, it could be affecting you too. The definition of insomnia is the inability to obtain an adequate amount of quality of sleep. The difficulty can be in falling asleep, remaining asleep, or both. People with insomnia do not feel refreshed when they wake up. Insomnia is a common symptom affecting millions of people that may be caused by many conditions, diseases, or circumstances. 
And in other words, you can't sleep. With not sleeping, it can create a whole bunch of other problems even if you don't have lupus. Living with lupus and not being able to sleep can create even more problems for people like us. You're probably already experiencing fatigue at some level. And then add to that that you're not sleeping or getting enough sleep, and so your body might start to go into a flare. And my goal, which is probably your goal, is to reduce the amount of flares that you have or lengthen as much time as possible between each flare. I found an article that mentioned research that was published in 2014 and, and something called the Lupus Journal. And I tried to find it online, but I, I couldn't find this 2014 issue. But the article said that the Lupus Journal in 2014 found that over 50% of people living with lupus have some type of sleeping disorder. And then the Lupus Foundation of America has found that 50 to 60% of people living with lupus have some type of sleeping disorder. And I'm not surprised. Some of the things that could be causing you to have insomnia are your medications. You could be having pain in your muscles and your joints. Or it could even be sleep apnea. These are not all of the reasons, but those are a few. If you're taking uh, the medication steroid, if you're taking steroids, that could contribute to your insomnia. It's hard to sleep when your body is wanting to go a thousand miles an hour. But that's the way I usually feel whenever I'm on steroids because if you, now it's only a few times, but it seems like they have to give me a higher dose uh, for whatever I have going on. And it's hard to get to sleep. You might want to read the side effects of your medications to see if insomnia is one of them. And you might want to go to the website of the manufacturer of the medication because there's usually a longer list of side effects than li what's listed on the pill bottle. Or like my pharmacy gives you a, a little folded brochure that comes with the medication. And that still lists some extra, but it's still not all of the side effects. Sleep apnea is a potentially serious sleep disorder in which breathing repeatedly stops and starts. If you snore loudly and then you feel tired even after a full night's sleep, you might have sleep apnea. Signs that you might have sleep apnea are loud snoring. And if you do sleep with somebody, I'm sure they will let you know if you're snoring loud. Episodes when you stop breathing. Also, if you have someone else in the room with you or in the bed, they will probably tell you you're not breathing. Or if you're gasping for air when you sleep. If you wake up with dry mouth. If you have difficulty staying asleep and then excessive daytime sleepiness. That has a name that I've never heard of, but it's called hypersomnia. If you have excessive daytime sleepiness. Sleep apnea isn't something you just go to the doctor and answer some questions and it's like, well, here you go. This is what you need to do to fix it. You'll probably be referred to a sleep clinic. And I've had friends that, that have had to do this. They went to a facility to stay overnight and pretty much sleep there. And then their sleep patterns were monitored. I always wondered though, how can you sleep in a bed that's not really your bed? H how do you sleep comfortably anyway? And especially if you have all these things hooked up to you so they can measure like your brain waves. And I'm sure they're tracking your heart rate and things like that. So how comfortable can you get? And I would probably lay awake all night and they wouldn't be able to tell if I had sleep apnea all night. If you are diagnosed with sleep apnea, you may be put on what's called a continuous positive airway pressure machine or CPAP for short. And that's not the only option, but based on the severity of your symptoms, 
Your doctor will help determine what is the best course of action for you. It's difficult to sleep well when you're in pain. Believe me, I I know that. It's difficult to sleep well if every time you move, your muscles hurt. It's hard to sleep well if your joints ache. If you're like me, when you go to sleep, you move around. You move into different positions and you don't even think about moving. It's not like while you're sleeping you think, I'm going to turn over now. Your body just does it. Think about if your muscles are aching and your body wants to turn over to the other side. It doesn't care that your muscles are aching right now. You turn over and then you wake up because you feel discomfort or even pain. Then it's hard to get back to sleep. You finally get to sleep and then you move again. You wake up again and have trouble falling asleep again. After a few nights of this, you probably won't feel awake and refreshed during the day. When I'm having really bad aches, I do take something with acetaminophen in it for arthritis relief. It's usually an extended release tab, so it's supposed to last up to eight hours. And I really try not to take these often, but there's times when I just hurt and I just need some relief. What I do is I take it before I go to bed and I seem to feel better when I wake up. And the one I take, it doesn't have a sleep aid in it, so it's not, it doesn't have something to help you sleep. I think just because my body isn't aching that I'm able to fall asleep and I feel better and rested when I wake up. My doctor knows I take this. It's on my list of medications on file. When I do my visits, they always still ask me, are you taking that as needed? It's like, yep. And if you are taking medications or even supplements not prescribed by your doctor, let them know what you are taking. You never know one of those extra medications or supplements could be contributing to your sleep apnea or your insomnia. Here are some ways that I've tried to get a better night's sleep and they seem to work. One is on YouTube, there's this channel that I follow uh, that has like city sounds and they're not loud city sounds, but it's the sound you would hear in a city at night. And some of them are sounds of rain, it's sounds of people walking, or it's like a fire in a fire pl- fireplace, the crackling sound. And I like the city sounds because that's the one that seems to, to do the best for me to fall asleep. One thing is you make sure the volume is not so loud that if there is a kind of spike in the volume that it won't wake you up. And some of those videos can last up to 10 hours so they can last for as long as you're sleeping. And then this other thing I listen to is there's a podcast called Sleep With Me and it's hosted by Drew Ackerman. And I might have mentioned this one before but it still really helps me to get to sleep. Now the great thing about his podcast is It's not meant to be listened to. I mean, it's just nonsense if you sit and listen to it if you're not trying to sleep. It will make no sense to you. And it's meant to be that way so you're not trying to concentrate on what he's saying or trying to figure out what he's talking about. I find I don't even last hardly five to ten minutes. And his his voice is so soothing. He doesn't talk loud. And if there is a commercial which I never stay awake long enough to hear if it's, if it's in the middle of it. I haven't noticed any change of volume. I think he has a commercial at the beginning before he knows you'll fall asleep, but it's nothing like really loud. And since it's a podcast, when the podcast is over, it shuts off. It's done. You don't have to worry about waking up to someone talking. There are also nature sound apps that you could download to your phone. There are clocks that you can buy that have nature sounds on them. You know, for some people, maybe taking a hot bath before you go to bed. Somehow that sets me in the mood of I'm done for the day. 
if I take a warm bath, hot bath. Uh, it's, it's anything you can find that will help you. Something else that I have is I have this clock that has different colored lights on it. And you can change the brightness of the lights to whatever you, know, you want it for the room and uh, choose your color. And sometimes I put on a soft blue light to help me go to sleep. Uh, that's just something I found that helps me also. So it's not just one thing. It's not like it's a one and done type of deal. It's another aspect of lupus that you pay attention to what your body is saying and then you adjust as needed. This list is not exhaustive. There could be a whole set of other reasons that you're experiencing insomnia. Keeping a journal of your experiences could help your doctor with diagnosing you. Keep a journal of how many hours that you did sleep, how you felt when you woke up, and if you did take any medications during the day that were different than your regular ones, maybe that could identify a pattern that's formed. I hope today's episode informed you a little more on how lupus affects your sleep patterns and your overall health. Do you find you started having insomnia when you started having lupus symptoms? I'd like to know. You can send me an email, gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can send me a message to the Lupus Living Facebook page. And while you're there, click the like button to get the latest post in your podcast feed. You can also contact me through the website, thegwenalexander.com, and click the contact button and send me a message that way. And also, Please share the podcast with anybody you think that might benefit from it. Also, rate and leave a comment on your favorite podcast app. Here's a quote that I'd like to leave you with today. It's an Irish proverb. And that Irish proverb is, A good laugh and a long sleep are the two best cures for anything. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way.